All right, I think I know the buttons, Jace. All right, let's see. Sound, why, why, why does this, Crane, why does it say sound one, sound two, sound three? Like, why does it say music? Air horn, laughter. I bet Applause. it'd be so easy to fix that. All right, let's see. Ah! Nailed it. Mm. I think that's the first good. time I've ever hit the right button. First go. First go. First time for everything. As Ironically, Evan as we're watching Evan Ferry back here, welcome to 2021 when Verb came back. Another Euro known was also ah, that the background that track of this. I watched oh, really? it before you came in. It's a good video, dude. I wish we got back to that kind of stuff. Every video you guys have done is a good video. I wish, I wish there was just money to do that kind of stuff. Mm. Nobody wants to watch cool-ass videos anymore. The world has changed, They only friend. want eight seconds. Yeah, they want podcasts from kooks like me or Insta bangers. Insta bangers are cool, though. I do like it. Your clips, debatable. <laughs> debatable. If I knew where the laughter button was, Jace, I would have I would have done it, but I, I, I have no idea what Thank I'm doing. Thank God so. you don't. Oh, shit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bullshit detected. All right, we got that one. All right, well, whatever. Well, Jace, I don't even know what episode of Vanilla Racing Broadcast this is, but you're back. I'm back. You were probably on like two ones ago. Yeah. Because the only thing we're consistent about here is, is our in inconsistent. inconsistent. Yeah. You knew where I was going with that one. I was picking up what you were putting down. <laughs> uh, so really raking up the views here uh, at, in the Verb Warehouse, Nampa, Idaho. You're still here from Australia, but you're basically American by now. Kind of, yeah. Feels like it, eh? It's weird to, uh, yeah, it's weird to be spending this much time. Went from just nothing to everything, but uh, I'm very grateful. I've fully, had, a, I've had an amazing time since I've been here. What I think is the most impressive thing is Jace got married. Yep. His wife Anna's great. She's also Russian. Yes. <laughs> so I, maybe as an American, I'm not allowed to say that because I, I don't know. It's, it's not the Cold War anymore, so I think nah, we're all right. I think we're but, good, yeah. Um, so she got her visa to go to Australia and then finally come over here. But you were over here for Loretta's before that. Yeah. Uh, so she's been here with you the whole time. So anyways, the most impressive thing, Jace is like the ultimate best couch surfer you could ever imagine. And now he's doing it with two people, not just I know. one. And look, look, she's not happy about it. It's been nice. We've actually been in a house while we've been in Idaho. We both, it's funny, we both walked into the house the other day and we were just like, this is great. Like, how good's having a house? Like, just the little things that, like, the ev average you can, you person. You can actually go like this? Yeah, well, like, we've been together, like, since she got here, just we have not been more than 10 feet apart, it feels like. The furthest I've been away from her is when she was in the pits of Glen Helen and I was at the top of the hill. <laughs> like, it feels like that's <laughs> Honey, the, I miss you. Yeah, it feels like that's the max distance. Uh, but, nah, it's been awesome. We've been... Uh, We've been having a great time showing her around. She's been to more states than I'd say the average American. That would, is so which awesome is though. Literally, if you Googled how many states, I think it's like four. And I think she's at six. <laughs> so she's been crushing And what it. does she think about the American culture so far? Uh, it's very different for her. Extremely, extremely different. Uh, but I think, she, you know, she's finding things she likes. She's finding things she doesn't like. Shit, on the, shit on the sidewalk in California is uh, one of the <laughs> That's things... That's high up there. One of the things she doesn't like. Well, let's, what's that... When we went to... She brought her to Imagination after Loretta's. Yeah. Well, actually, that was a while after Loretta's. But anyways, that was... I saw her at LA Supercross. Yeah, first Supercross. And then she came to Kansas the week after that. And I, uh, I gave her biscuits and gravy at this Kansas place. So Did not where, like that. Where does that rank into shit on the sidewalk in California? California biscuits and gravy. Uh, she would definitely like the biscuits and gravy before the shit on the sidewalk. 
but not a massive fan of bits, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> they weren't the best though. They were just like, it was diner food, you know? Yeah. Well, I thought they were all right, but I'm also from the South. I'm not from Russia. So, but she was over here the other night for Christmas Eve. She made us Russian salad, yeah, which was pretty And good. I was nervous. I was like, oh God, someone's cooking us something. Oh, it's the worst I'm, day. You're so nervous. And, and you don't want to be rude and you want to be like, oh, this is great. But then when you eat it and you're like, all right, all okay, right, I let's do it. This. I even ate the leftovers last night. So good yeah, job, I Anna. I did too. So. Welcome to America. So yeah, you've been all over the place. You started your journey at Washougal. Yes. Then you came straight here, hung out with me for a week. Yeah. You're about to go to California. And I said, no, no, no. We're going to Loretta. So you rebooked a different flight. You came with me to Loretta's the whole week. Which was unreal. Unreal. And then did you and then did you leave? Yeah, you left from there and went to California, right? Dude, I honestly don't even remember. <laughs> you've been yeah. here a long time. We went to we went to California. I'm trying to think of what I did in between. Then we went to Kansas for yeah, imagination. Then I think we just went back and got on the world vets grind and then in between i was like fully just world vets grind from now on got so much stuff to get ready bikes aren't done like all that stuff and then the red bull shoot happened the lawrence brothers skill challenge oh yeah which was a hit oh yeah that was so good that was cool uh, that was my that first was time one. doing any of that sort of stuff dude I, I didn't even write that down on our list of things to talk about yeah which it was so sick and it did really well yeah. too which did you, did is, you which like the cool. way it turned out we haven't even talked about this no i mean i, I it's always weird because you're like i'm in it you know so mm -hmm. you don't want to be like this is awesome <laughs> because that's basically saying i am awesome <laughs> uh but no i like i really I enjoyed the process of it and the boys like we're such good friends so yeah. just to get to hang with the boys in that situation again and i got to come to that so like we all got to hang and uh yeah it was just a it, honestly just sick to see how talented the boys are I, like even that's the, exactly the shot of jet reaching out with the tennis racket just full stretch. That's 130 mile an hour serve from an Olympic tennis player. Yep. And like he almost gets there yep. and it's on the other side. Like he's a freak, you know, like you could actually see his athleticism on display there. And then you got to see Hunter in the car. He was shredding. The car like, was my most impressive thing because that is like so far removed from anything they're used to. So what they and have, they didn't they get have to drive seven it. Seven warm-up laps. Yeah. And I, it's hard for me to compare what the pro lap time is versus them. But like, I can tell you, I could not have gotten in there and gone half as fast. Oh, and then you see like the, the, the one shot when, when the timer started or whatever, and they're like, and you're like, go, go, go. It was like, I couldn't believe when it was actually time to mash the pedal. They did. Yeah. And that's what I was about to say. Like practice laps, I were kind of cruising around. And then when we put the clock on them, they were just full blown athletes yep. and just fully, fully sending. Like Hunter hit the, hit the wall, you know? That was after they got, after the whole thing was done. It, the clip's in the video, but it wasn't during their five laps. That was, they wanted a, a, another go because Jet thought he could beat Hunter's time. Yeah. But Jet's car was acting up. So they both did it in Hunter's. But when Hunter got his second go, he ended up kissing the wall, which we got on the uh, free flight Ember camera. And he just, I don't know what, what they say, $120 worth of sheet metal damage. Not too bad. Is that all it costs? That's what the guy said. He's like, yeah, that's an hour of buffing it out. I'm like, not bad. Sweet. But no, nah, that was a sick, it was a sick video. And like the thing that blew me away the most in that was the, the distance jumping. Really? Bro. Like we're just that, how that happens in the video is like, pretty much how it happened on the day yeah there was nothing there was no like instruction there was no like they were tr they were trying to mess with it with each other 
to the point where like they were writing like letters instead of numbers and like meters Ma- and instead as of feet. I would say maths. Yeah, math, maths. Maths. <laughs> and, they did maths uh, on me. Uh, and like they nailed it. I mean, Jet especially. I mean, he was like two feet off a couple of times. And then the time where Hunter messed with him and then he does, does the loop dunk, and, and then rough. and then he's two feet off and he's like, bro, you guys are insane. And then as well, all the off-camera stuff, like how good is Jet off-camera? Yeah. Like, everything's a stoppy everything's a wheelie everything everything is something dope on a dirt bike in between everything that he does and it's like you can see why he's so good on a dirt bike when you spend 20 minutes watching him riding to and from the track it's crazy how much they still love it like they want they were like jonesing to ride like we're setting up cameras rehearsing lines can can we yeah can we go ride behind can we go do super how many laps do you guys do really yeah but it's funny you say that because i remember being um at the supercross test track during covid with cowling and jet would always be doing the stoppies yeah heading back to the starting gate and i remember johnny o like being like jet cut the shit yeah but it was always like practicing his little wheelie pop-ups and then nose wheelies and stuff. And I, Kyling and I were always like, this kid just never stops. And now here it is three or four years later, same, same stuff. kid. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy now, 450 freaking moto champ. And uh, we were with Eli a few weeks ago and I asked him like, you, you nervous about Jet? And he's like, man, I was, I was kind of mad about the whole having to sit out motocross. So I didn't watch the first four rounds, but I heard about what Jet was doing. And he's like, I had to start watching just to see what he was doing. Mm. And I'm like, does that add any pressure or what does it do to you? And he's like, I, you know, I think his experience outplays what goes on in his head. I don't think he's overthinking it, but he definitely know Jet's going to be there. But how dope is that to like suck back in the champ? Like you would think he has seen it all. It's like, no, well, you haven't seen it all. Like, here's this 19-year-old freak show that's going to get a perfect season in your your championship first year in there. And it's like, he would have wanted to take a year off. No dirt bikes, no no nothing. But you sucked him back in to watching every single weekend. Like, that's heavy. And cool. I'm very excited. A1's right around the corner. Days away. Nine, Nine days. I think we should put this out on January 1st. So if we were uh, to clip that part out, which we won't do because we're too lazy, I think we're four days away four, from it. Four, four days, days away. away. I better get driving, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, one thing I forgot to mention, you notice this beard? I know. I've never grown it. my beard ever. That long? This long. I, really? I knew you were coming up here and I said, I need my beard. Are you keeping it? Past when I, I go? I don't know. Do I've, you I've, like I've, it? I've, I've kind of been waiting for you to leave so I can shave it off, but I think it's to the point now that I'm like, maybe I do like it. Yeah, what do you think? I like it. I just like, for, for people that wonder why I have a beard and why I have long hair, I fucking hate organizing anything. So it's like, I don't want to shave. I don't want to go to a barber. I don't want to get my hair cut. They're just things that I don't do. And then when that's your life, this is how you end up. <laughs> and all of it happened mostly through COVID. So it's like, you know what? This is me. And it looks good. I mean, it resembles gypsy life. Yeah. So now Anna just has to kind of start doing the same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Grow her beard out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably could. <laughs> uh, well, that's crazy, dude. I'm glad you're still here. So you're here until March, though. Yeah. So we have a big event. Big event. On big, March. big. Maybe the biggest. Maybe the biggest event of the year. <sighs> it's the biggest event I've ever been a part of. How about that? Uh, so Probably not bigger than Glen Helen Vet Nats. That had to be No, but my big. name wasn't on the poster. 
Oh, I see. This is this You're means a, a lot. I see this what you means mean. a lot to I me. I see. I see. So, well, is that why you got you're now the AMA Gypsy Media Award? Is yeah, that, is that why it's you? You're I going so. for that? I think so. Yeah. Running races now. You're coming to Supercross. Well, I'm not running the race. So let's get this straight. <laughs> if I was running the race, the race would not happen. I am. And helping, no one would be getting haircuts. I am promoting the race with my friends at Verb, who do some of the best events in America. So that's why this works. I get to. I got to put my twist on it. I got to create the format based on some races that we did in Australia, but I'm not running the race. That is being run by Verb. I'm responsible for the good times and uh, some logos. That's it. We're essentially on the same page because we're also not responsible for the event. That's Gary Brow and his family uh, who run Mesquite and the RMX series, all kinds of stuff here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, They're amazing promoters. And if they say your moto is going off at 1230, your moto is going off at 1230. And if they tell us the race is going to be done at five o'clock, it's, it's going to be done at five o'clock. So uh, we're kind of with you. We bring the good times. We bring the vibes and uh, I'm bringing a shitload of people to be on my team. Yeah. So, uh, and as are you, yeah. so gypsy 500, Yeah. it's a 500 uh, minute yep. fun endurance race for the weekend warrior yep. because I'm coming off the, I haven't raced since 06, dude. That's insane, bro. And this will be the first time I've actually, well, not competed. If you see these trophies here, these are my last two. I actually won these. 2005 Muddy Creek pit bike race. Uh, I partnered up with uh, uh, Dusty from uh, Link Inc. back then. We won that. This is Loretta's mini mo- Red Bull Mini Moto. This was uh, me and Ricky Renner. We took mm, the dub in this. Team. So I'm very good at team races is my point. If these yeah. were solo, I don't know that I would have won. But I'm a freaking one-lap wonder, dude, because I, the arm pump, I don't know how I'm going to do in 20 minutes. But if you put me on one lap at a time, well, this one lap will be about 20 minutes. I know. Well, especially for us. People have asked in the comments, how long is it really? And I don't know. It's a six-mile course. Yeah. Plus the like moto course. Between 14 and 20 minutes. I think if you're fast as shit, 14 is probably... Yeah. You're looking at that for... I, I think for me, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I have watched... Uh, we did the GoPro lap. It's on the GoPro uh, Motorsports YouTube. And uh, it looks pretty freaking fun. Yeah. Like you go down uh, some, some roads, some good switchbacks, really sandy... Great scenery. Got some mountain views in the background. Then yeah. you jump on the moto track, which they're going to tame down a little bit. No mandatory jumps. Yep. So, which is good because I am the ostrich. I'm a flightless bird. I I feel like I'm going to be the same dude because uh, I my buddy Blake was asking me, he's like, All right, do we get like a, a, a sight lap in the morning? And I'm like, no, that's dude. one extra lap I have to do. So <laughs> no, that's dude. a big freaking negative. My, my first sight lap is going to be the first lap. Yeah. It's yeah. going to count. Yeah. So you're, you, you plan on the same then? Yeah, no, I'm just, yeah, I'll be, I'll be just running it. I'll probably send all of my teammates first. Uh, <laughs> and get the report back. And then just get the report back, yeah. But I think the, the point of the event is, like, the, the track doesn't need to be hard in terms of the obstacles and the layout because what's hard is that you're doing it for eight hours. Right, but not you, unless you do it by yourself. You're not personally doing yeah, it for eight hours, but, but you can do it by yourself if you're crazy. But you're doing it over eight, eight hours, hours is yes. probably the best way to say it. So it's like you're going to get super tired. The track's going to get rougher. You're going to have to get real creative. Like the track will slow down, which means you'll have to slow down maybe. Um, so yeah, I think we'll have plenty of bike time. What? People were asking in the comments about the how much time you think you'd get basically if you've got a four-man team and it's eight hours 20 minutes a lap you're probably doing about 20 minutes every hour so you're going to do 20 minutes or three-man team sorry right so if you do a three-man team you'll do 
20 minutes every hour. Yeah. So you're doing a third of every hour, basically. Right. And so, so if I go four-man so team, laps. if I do a four-man team, I'm riding every hour 20. Yeah. So, that again, I feel like that's more than doable for me. I got plenty of time to relax. Sure. I'll have a personal masseuse on site. I'll have a 90-minute massage in between each lap. That sounds phenomenal, dude. <laughs> How good that be? <laughs> do you mind uh, dry needling Back a little this bit this time? time? Yeah, yeah. You can, you can do some cupping, please. <laughs> dude, I did the cups today for the first time. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I'm not sold on cups. It was... Uh, I, I didn't understand what she's saying. I was like, yeah, yeah. And she'd start... Uh, Ooh. You know what's good is needling. I've done the needling for yeah. my sciatica before. Yeah, needling. I didn't good. mind that. The cupping was... Uh, that was quite the uh, adventure. Yeah, I got a gnarly one done the other day in Temecula. The, what's it? Cutthroat is the guy's name. If anyone in Temecula is looking for a really good sports massage. But yeah, he did all the cupping and he's got like these giant ones. My whole, <laughs> my whole back was cooked. Eh? It was like, it was pretty gnarly. Yeah, that that that, uh, that one felt good. So, uh, all right. Well, who, who's on who's on Gypsy's team? Oh, this is my big team announcement. So, I'm bringing some heat. I'm bringing my brother, okay, Maddie, all the way from Australia. He's coming all the way from Australia Dude. to do this race. Wow, this is how committed we are. All right. Uh, two, Anton Wass from Stark Future, the CEO. Uh, three, Steve Shearer, one of my best mates, and then myself. So we are going to have a dope four-man team, uh, and we're not trying to win. We're not trying to do good. We're just going to be there. We're probably going to get like a cool place in Mesquite. Going to take some golf clubs, take the bikes. We'll mm. probably be doing it on Starks, knowing now that Anton is going to be doing it. Uh, and we're going to try and have the most fun out of any team at the event. I don't know that you're having more fun than us. Probably sorry. Not. We'll probably all have a, a very comparable amount, amount of fun. fun. Okay. Okay, that's cool. But yeah, you're right. Uh, the golf clubs, I, are we get, I don't know if we'll do that Friday or Sunday, but it is in the town of Mesquite. It's an hour north of Vegas. So there's three or four or five casinos, a lot of great restaurants, but you have to drive through a golf, an actual physical golf course to get into the course. Yeah. So you can literally, well, it's a very steep hill, but you can carry your, you could, you could walk from the track with your clubs. That's so sick. So... We'll either golf on Friday, party Saturday night, or party Saturday night, so we're super hungover for the race, and then golf Sunday. I'm not sure how it'll shake out. Maybe it's a combination of all the above. Maybe it's golf in between. Like golf in between your lap. Dude, that's cool. That would be cool. I would do that. Hmm. We'll have our ant bikes there. We could just rip up there on some uh, Little par three challenge, too. Ooh. That'd be sick. Of course, it'll probably be busy. Gypsy 500 turning into uh, some It's going to be quite the event. So who have you got? You've got like 14 verb dudes, right? So I'm making everybody come out of retirement for this. As soon as we did this, I said, I want an event that I actually want to race. So this was obviously your idea. And I, I, because uh, from Transmodo in Australia, right? You guys yeah, do yeah. these, uh, these long ass endurance type races. So I said, let's make this fun enough that I want to do it. Let's target me. Yeah. If I want to do this, it, I feel like everybody will want to do it. So that, that was our whole genesis here, uh, to keep it fun non-aggressive as you said in your comments and someone said something it's always non-aggressive until, until, you get it's, there. Aggressive. <laughs> until it's aggressive <laughs> yeah. like, i mean again i will i wrote in the comments yeah it's not aggressive until if chase is beating me i will do anything yeah underneath sun yeah. to make sure <laughs> he goes down and does not beat me yeah. so yeah it's definitely non-aggressive though so i have myself brant chase uh troy dog we got brad um, Blake CMXR all the way from Georgia. He's coming from Georgia. No flying way. In. He took the weekend off of work already. He put in That's th- epic. three months out. I'm, I have a whole crew of friends back home that I think we'll do it next year. Um, 
Or the East Coast one. Or the East Coast one that we'll talk about in her bit. Uh, I got Red, um, Garrett Pohl, that he lives in Salt Lake City there. Steven Erickson, another video guy that we yeah, work with. Yeah. We're going to try to talk Cole Beach into it, another yeah. video guy. Uh, Jason Crane, Will Posey, if we can figure out. Uh, he's paralyzed, so if we can figure out a bike to have a cage Dude. on it ready for him, he really wants to do it. We got Casey, that's we one of our editors. We might get him a stock. That'd be cool. Handbrakes, everything's ready to rip. Ooh. No gears. Ooh. That could be All cool. Right, just got to build a cage on it. Casey, our editor's never rode a dirt bike in his life. I don't know that I'm going to let him do it. Maybe not the move. <laughs> Maybe not the move. Uh, Chris Creamer, who's a helicopter pilot. He can Creamer, rip. He, uh, he can rip, and he's got a whole crew of Tahoe people that want to do it too. So I think yeah. he's got uh, uh, Tahoe people coming, but I'm claiming Creamer as part of the Verb crew. So we have uh, 12 or 13 or 14 people to, yeah. uh, so we could even out the teams. Uh, but his, his girlfriend is a, a shredder too. And there's like a, apparently a whole crew of Tahoe girls. That's sick. And, uh, apparently she said she's rounding up the horses. Yeah. So we might even have Vicky golden's going to come hopefully. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe, maybe depending on how many Tahoe girls want to come, maybe Vicky gets on their team or something, or yeah. maybe Vicky. Cause I would think it'd be pretty cool to have an all girls team. Dude, that, especially if Vicky was on an all girls team and like, then they, they could us. win. <laughs> <laughs> they would smoke us. Dude, she's so good. Yeah. She, it I, is she's really ridiculous. Good. Not only is she the coolest person, but god damn yeah. she can ride a dirt bike yes and i ride with her a lot and seth back in california yep. bro like she, she blows me away and her style every time. her style's on point every time fearless still sends it on jumps and moto yeah badass yeah so she could literally win with an all-girls team like if she had a good enough team. if she had a good enough team you know who would be sick is getting tara geiger on her team i think that could be doable she's in florida but I, Geiger always does day in the dirt. Yeah, true. So we do yeah, have to say this. Yeah. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. We were supposed to do this in February. It was going to be Feb 17, I and think, then, right? And then uh, Loretta Lynn qualifier schedule got changed and Mesquite ended up having to have their area qualifier that weekend. Yeah. Which he said, sorry, dudes. Gypsy's going to have to push. And the only other open date they had was March 9th. So. so it won't be on the day in the dirt weekend going forward. Yes. So just for this everyone, year, we wish, because I, I would love to go to Day in the Dirt. I, I really, I was looking forward to it. I like, yeah. I was like, this is the year I'm going to do it. But no, but we committed to this and then. And know. I will race it. I'm going to. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to be on the winning verb team. So you got, you're going to have to somehow help me figure out how the verb team shakes out. Cause I, I don't want to be on Chase's team. I don't want to be on Saw Dog's team. I don't know how good Steven Erickson or Cole Beach ride. I think Blake's going to be all right. Crane, I know, was very D-class, if I remember correctly, from his story. So, I, dude, I have – and none of us have ridden in so long. I, it's a crapshoot. I was pretty fast at one point in time, but I'm kind of notorious for crashing. Yeah. So, even I might not – I you know, I might be bigging myself up thinking, okay, I'm going to be so much better than all my dudes, and then I'm going to freaking wad my shit. I do don't you, know. Do any of you guys, like, know how to set up a bike for enduro either? No. Not that this is, like, enduro, but, I mean, you're probably going to want moose tires – like there's some stuff that you probably like we're gonna, hand guards. We're going to have to figure out the bike situation, right? Hopefully people that do Surely. know what they're doing are going to bring the bikes because yeah. that's, that's another thing. You, your whole yeah, team can either yeah. ride the same bike or you can bring your own bikes and just change out the transponder. I think realistically for our teams, whoever ends up on a team is going to have to source a bike. So, all right, let's, let's break down the format of the Gypsy Tales 500 first. So it's 500 minutes and it is a team or solo endurance race so basically how it works is there's no wristbands because that always creates fuckery 
So we're sticking away from like the wristband thing. So there's going to be a transponder. That transponder can go in your pocket if you're wearing a flannel. It can go in a bum bag. It can go on a transponder hanger. Like you could put it in your teeth and ride it. But that transponder has to go around. And basically the transponder that's done the most goes around in eight hours wins. So that means you can do whatever you want. You can run the thing around if you have to. But that means, yeah, you can ride your own bike. You can ride four bikes in a team. You could share a bike. As long like, as you just, don't forget to move the transponder. Yeah, you just have to get that transponder around the track. So that's the format. I can guarantee one of our teams is going to forget to move the transponder if we have... See, if you just stay on the same bike, you don't have to worry about How it. How we do it at home, we normally, because it's a, a, a long lap, I normally just have a camelback. Mm-hmm. So I'll just put it in my camelback. But what if you forget to get it out of your camelback? No, you just have someone there. You just don't forget. It's the whole thing. Like not I'm not fair. forgetting to do the whole thing. All right. you know? So yeah, that's basically, that's the format. Very easy, very fun. And, uh, and if you want to sign up right now, just go to vermoto.com slash gypsy 500. You just need one person to sign up. You can yeah. do your team and your bikes later on. There are different classes based on the, the cumulative age of your group, right? Yeah. So heavyweight, featherweight, some, you know, a bunch of other, uh, yeah classifications based on the total age of your whole group um so there's only 200 teams yeah there's allowed. only 200 teams we and have to cap it at that and we've sold quite a few of those teams yeah so i think you, we're about halfway there so, so yeah if you aren't signed up yet and you do want to do this event you have to get on and do it because we just can't take any more than 200 teams think about how cool that would be though like this this is like some uh day in the dirt vibes or i'm sure glenn helen uh uh vet nats too like if we had 200 teams with four people apiece, which isn't going to be the case. I think there's quite a few Ironman signed up already. Really? Yeah. yeah. I've had so many people say they're solo on I'd have to ask, but I think last time I uh, checked or Gary mentioned, it was like 10 or 12 Ironmans, which I mean, honestly, to me, I didn't think anybody was going to do an Ironman. Like Dude. this was supposed to be a fun, just cool, non-aggressive event. I, I'm what Ironman the next one. But the hard thing is, is like, I always kind of like riding with a team, but I would, I've never Ironman one and I would love to do it. Maybe next year. I don't know. I just think the team element just the brings so, much, so fun. much fun. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I don't know, maybe we get some ping pong tables and stuff out there so you can still stay entertained and have fun in between. Well, like, that's kind of the cool thing about the races, right? Like when you're at a normal race, you know, who's winning, like it's very obvious, like, and you, you kind of like get sucked into that. It's like gate drop who won, gate drop who won. Whereas this, you just after one lap, you just have no idea who's winning. You have no idea I where you are. You're, un- just- you're underestimating Gary and crew here. Really? Yeah, I have a feeling there's, we're going to have some oh, like stream. transponders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I don't care. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, that's kind of the beauty of it is like, you just focus on your own team. You're probably going to get a flat tire. Someone's probably like, you're going to have your order like one, two, and three. And then someone's going to get arm pump real bad. Right. And then they're going to be like, oh, you need to For- go this A 45 one. minute lap. Yeah. So are you allowed to go out of order? What happens if someone's no, like, no, it doesn't matter. Just a transponder dude. Sometimes too. Like if, if I wanted to do two laps in a row. Yeah. 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 So that's what we normally do. So we'll normally do like one lap each at the start. Mm-hmm. And then we normally do it with Sam. He's not the most bike fit guy ever. So when Sam's like, nah, I can sit this lap out. <laughs> then, you know, dude, there was one we did the last one of these. I did the track was so insane. Like it was bullshit you couldn't have watered a track better and it was the most pristine dirt you've ever seen all right and 
that it was like yeah 20 minute lap time and just full flow state like full moto flow state and i was like i'm getting i am now. i am not pulling off this track right now <laughs> and i would just did lap after lap wow like, it was it was one of the best riding experiences i've ever had in my I life i don't i don't think that's going to happen to me but you'd, <laughs> you'd be surprised like that's kind of the cool thing about it as well like if you're a dude that doesn't ride that much the hardest thing to get is bike time you know, and when you're on a motocross track, you're trying to send the whole time. Yeah, that's exactly This it. forces you, you to, to like, like slow down and yeah. just have fun. And I you, agree. I can go trail riding for an hour. And that's really what I thought about yeah. when it, when it came down to this, I'm like a 20 minute thing. Like I, I, I still go trail riding for an hour and it's not like you're trying to do what you do on a motocross track, jump everything, think about every rut and corner. Yeah. It's, it's totally it's, different experience. It's in the middle. Yeah. It's right in the middle. You know, like you can, you can moto, it's like a 20 minute motor, but you're not, until the end, you're not going to remember where the track goes. Like there's still, yeah. you know. And you don't see where someone else is on the track and pulling away from you. And a, you just a don't. huge grip. And it like that factor goes away, which yeah. I think allows you to control your breathing, not be like, oh my God, I got to speed up. Yeah. So like, if I have no idea where Chase is or Brent is or anybody that's not on my verb team. Yeah. I'm just riding. You'll see. And having red. fun. You'll see red as soon as you see one of those boys in front of you. <laughs> I know, right? So yeah, I think with the teams, like you could... I just say you just go full random. Full random. Just full random. Maybe maybe designate some captains like you, Brent, team captain. Do we take all our, our, our round one picks and they're the captains? That way no one like, – because we probably have – Who would your captains be? Troy Dog's pretty damn fast. I think Brad's pretty fast. Will is definitely very fast. Um, and two other names I thought about, Eli Moore and Chris Johnson, Ooh. both wanted to be I, – I had already called them for the verb team, so that brings us up to – Eli potentially 14 and 15 so maybe what would be cool is if the team captains had nothing to like eli had to be one of ours chris johnson had to be one of ours troy dog could be one then yeah i don't know maybe our, our friend blake from uh from georgia i don't know we could do something like that though but uh the problem is or will could be one like yeah let's take our four fastest dudes yeah and they're then the they're team, captains, team captains and then random it after that random it after that they don't we don't get to pick one by one no or you could do that. Or it's a draw of a hat. I mean, I just, I don't think you can get it wrong. You know what I mean? I think each team at least has to have one fast person. So I Yeah, yeah. So have go. the team captain All right. and then go from there. But All right. yeah, I just think, I don't think you can do no wrong. I think e either way, everyone is going to want to beat everyone. Yeah, and you're We're right. going to get the desired result. <laughs> the funnest thing too, so I'll have to like on the event, but basically we'll set the pits up in a way so that there's like when the handoffs are all kind of like in, in a row. So it's not okay. like a big sprawling random pit. So you basically set up the pits is kind of a part of the track. And then so you will park next to your boys so that you get to do the handoff and everything like that. Right. So you know how Glen Helen, everyone's on the start line right. for Day in the Dirt. Basically, yep. we'll do that. But make it like essentially it'll be probably five Amazing or six pits. corners. Yeah, okay. it's like the but it is the the track. So you'll see all the handoffs. You'll be right next to your boys. Like that's cool. It'll be gypsy verb verb verb. Well, because that's, that's cool that you say that. Because I was wondering. All right, if it's eight hours, how do you get back to your pit and chill nah, for a little yeah, bit? And yeah. even know like and know when you're it's your turn or anything. You where do you get water and yeah? So we'll make like essentially what we'll do is we'll pick out a part of the pits where like you can do that and it'll just be slow there'll be like a heap of barriers where it's like s section cool. s section straight right, away right. with the tents left s section straight away with tents so yeah you'll be 
able to see all the handoffs. You'll be with your boys the whole time. Like everyone will kind of be Love pitted it. with everyone. So it's going to like, dude, fun. So much fun. I, I, so I honestly cannot wait fun. for this. I told Aubrey I was doing it and she's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, the hell I ain't. Yeah. The hell I ain't. It's going to be unreal. Yeah. And then once, trust me, once people see the videos, they're going to be like, oh my God, we need to do yep. this again. And we already had so many people on uh, on your last post saying, Where, why aren't you doing this in Oz? We'll do these more. Uh, you unfortunately have to leave the United States for a little bit for visa reasons. And coming back at the end of the year, we're going to go to Stu Baylor's. Um, in fact, I think I sent you the... Oh yeah, I haven't seen the poster yet. I sent the poster to you. I think we're doing that the... First weekend or second it's weekend? It's the ninth, of, I'm pretty sure, of December. All right, well, look well, at we'll see the poster. But we're going to go to the Shoals at the end of next year for the second round of the Gypsy 500. So December 7th and 8th, Gypsy 500 East at South Carolina at the Shoals. The Stu Baylor Gypsy collab that everybody has blown up my DMs for years about is finally happening. You're going to be on Stu's team? I don't know. I'm, I'm easy, man. I'll do. I, I feel like Stu probably wants a better rider yeah. for his team. I kind of want to be on your team for the second go. Yeah, I'm down. With Actually, that. you know what? All my buddies are gonna want. All my buddies on the East Coast are gonna want to do this. We'll, we'll we'll see how it shakes we'll, out. We'll figure it out. And you know, I'm gonna see how you do on this first one. Okay, I'll be fine, mate. Okay. Don't you worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got a good question for you though. Yep. If you had the dream Gypsy 500 team, if you could pick any rider, any era, for to me. be on this team. Yeah. Okay. Four, four man, man team. team. Who would it be? Who would be on your team? You want to know who my first is? All right. Let's hear it. Guy Cooper. All right. Okay. <laughs> Dude, sure. He would rip an event like this. Okay. Just old school. Probably do it on like some weird bike wearing like jeans and a flannel <laughs> and would just kick everyone's ass. Yeah. Then secondly. Wait, on. No, I, I feel like I should go. Oh, next. you should go first. You're first. All right. Now I pick, uh, I think I'm picking 1986 Ricky Johnson, the bad boy. <sighs> I Good feel choice. like he's going to be just – he's having fun. There's some trophy girls around. Oh. We're having a good time, dude. He would just shoulder charge some trees out of the way. We too. got some camel light super cross – or yep, uh, yep. <laughs> smoke, smoke across going on. <laughs> like, I'm bringing that vibe. All right. All right. I like that. My second pick, Josh Strang. Okay. Aussie boy. Aussie boy, King yep. of the woods. That would be my guy. Dude, you're, you got a fast-ass team. I know. Oh, I'm, st I'm stuck um, in my decks. I'm I'm saying a uh, a 1993 Steel Roots Jeremy McGrath on the Suzuki where he's Ooh. out there having fun yeah. shooting video parts having Seth Enzel land on him in the hills yeah he's hitting Havasu that Jeremy McGrath where I know he's not going back and training tomorrow he's coming to have fun yeah he's the second one on my team I don't know I like that I mean MC bro I actually invited MC okay I sent him a text see. I sent him the poster well team MC I would be all about that we've actually we've got some call outs coming next so maybe I'll save the call out <laughs> my third rider would be the guy on the screen behind you right now oh dude what bike what, what era Barsha oh dude what a call yeah dude you might win it oh man imagine Barsha doing the gypsy 500 on like a that, that geico bike well now nah, i'm thinking like gas gas headlight era you know what i mean like dude they make some sweet trail bikes like i feel like giving basha i'm gonna go church of 350 exc <laughs> yeah. or whatever right. the gas gas version of that is imagine basha with a headlight and a motocross track in the sand Ugh, all right that would be ridiculous 
And then me as the fourth rider. There it is. So guy can't. Oh yeah, I didn't Josh even think Strain. about this. Are you cutting yourself out? Am I am I just can I just be the video guy at this point? <laughs> might, <laughs> might help your chances. So yeah, I've got Guy Cooper, Josh Strang, Justin Barsha, and myself. All right. Um similar to my last pick, but a new age version. I'm going Jeff Immig now because Ooh. he still shreds. Yeah. He still has fun. And he can ride any bike, and I, I dude, I, I think he can ride for freaking eighty-five hours straight if he yeah. wants. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know that I could go wrong with even Jeff Immig then versus Jeff Immig now, except Jeff Immig now might like make it so we don't party too hard. Yeah. Yeah. If we, if we had McGrath of ninety-three and Immig of ninety-three together, we might be a bit much. But imagine having those two on the same team; like they would push the lap times. You know, like yeah. if they had that, they are still so competitive. So you'd actually just have those dudes fully sending. All right. Well. You're right. I have to be the fourth rider, though. That yeah, that's like yeah. a, I can't. I can't imagine how like my team photo. Oh, I, I can set so of this, sick. Set of this TV here. I'd have so my sick. team photo like I did this with McGrath, <laughs> yeah. MC, and Ricky Johnson. So, I think this would be a fun exercise for social media. You should tag your dream team in the comments. You plus three other riders. I would love to see how creative people could get some notables that I left off my list that I would have loved on there. Berriman Hill. Yeah. Oh, Those, dude, there's plenty of like, like there's, so, there's many, so many, so many people. If you could have three riders on a yeah. team, I was trying to go a bit more eccentric, like pulling, f- pulling from the past. Dude, you, know? you, you know, who actually I would love to have on my team, Jeff Ballard. He's like the Australian, don't even know who to compare him to. He's 65 and I still ride with him all the time. He's like one of the coolest people ever. He's done the six day t- like 20 times, bro. Full on. G, he can change a rear tire in like 45 seconds. Wow. Yeah, he is the king. I probably would take 65-year-old Jeff Ballard wow. on my team as well. He's okay. that good. Well, if we're talking ISDE and stuff, like we're leaving off Dude, oh, Taylor Robert, Cody Maddie, Webb. Matty Phillips. Aussie guy won the won the. All right, uh, now we're just trying yeah, to win. Now, the, we're, now yeah. we're just trying to win the event. Yeah, instead yeah, of yeah, <laughs> a lot of fun. But hey, maybe since Taylor Robert just retired, we could get him out of retirement. Dude. Imagine him and, Iron Manning with Cody Iron Manning. Donna Party. Does, wait, does Cody Webb want to Iron Man it? Yes, I th- oh he has to Iron Man it. I've already called him in. Oh my gosh. That'd be sick. That's a good head to head. But Taylor Robert is a big desert guy. Yeah. Like, I think he'd eat Cody alive. Sorry, Cody. I hate to say it, Cody. You get yeah. douched on that one. Yeah, and especially Taylor's like an Arizona guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Grew up there just doing nothing but sand rollers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Cody. There's no rocks on our course. Sorry, sorry bro. <laughs> Either way, Gypsy 500, 500 minute fun endurance race for the Weekend Warrior. Uh, we're calling this the Working Man's Race. Yep. Because that's what I am. That's what we do. We work. We grind it out. Should we do some call outs? I've got some interesting call outs. All right. I don't have any, but I'm, I'm very interested to hear yours. Hey, Lil Kiefer, I heard that your dad has challenged you to the eight hour. Iron Man. Oh my head to head. Head to head. Oh my god. Big Kiefer versus little Kiefer. Five hundred minutes. Mesquite Nevada. The dad wants the smoke. I think the dad might get the smoke. Dude, I think the dad gets the dub. He's a beast, bro. Kiefer is a beast. Little Kiefer's a beast. Little Kiefer's gonna start out really fast and and big Kiefer's just gonna go raw. He's it's tortoise versus the hare and although they're both the hare 
Yeah, they're both extremely fast. And I saw a video yesterday on Kiefer's Instagram of him with a desert tank on. So he's training. So he's training. He's training he it. is training right now as we speak. All right. Well, who else you got? Uh, so the Kiefer's one-on-one, that's going down, and I'm pretty excited about it. Wait, wait for it. Yeah, let's go. Uh, I've got uh, Chris Grania from the Bombhole Podcast. All right. All right. Another applause. Yeah. He wants to do it. So he just texted me. We didn't. I didn't tell him we were doing this, and he just messaged me saying, "Hey, bro, trying to put a team together for the race." So that would be epic. Uh, might come out as the biggest podcast, like the best podcast performing team. Wow, that would be, be a little podcast cup. Chris Grenier could take that. He did win the LCQC class at Mammoth. Wow! So he rips, dude. Okay. Got the whole shot ripped best podium speech of 2023 as well was, <laughs> i'm not even joking they have a really cool logo too they kill it man he's just a legend um vicky golden is doing it so we've already called her out we might put her on an all girls team though that would be cool and seth her better half slash you know what you can look at that whatever way you want i think he's a fucking legend uh he is also down to do it He's also a savage on a dirt bike. He's right. also fit as fuck. Uh, so if Vicky goes on an all-girls team, then maybe Seth has an opportunity to create his own epic team. I'd love to see like Twitch do it with him. Twitch oh is gosh. like a big track day dude now. So maybe we get that crew. Um, Eric Swan, if you know who that is, if you know, you know. He's actually looking for a team. So if you want an extremely fast, extremely steezy and legendary dude on your team and you're missing either a third or fourth rider, let me know because Eric Swan wants to do it. You want to be the Cupid over here. If someone needs yeah, a team, yeah, yeah. let Jace be the Cupid. Yeah, let's, Okay, he'll, let's he'll, figure, he'll do let's, the matchmaking. Let's figure it out. There's been a ton of people that have said they want to do it, they don't have a team. If that's the case, let's try and make something happen. I yeah. might, There's maybe, plenty of people that want to do this that I, I could tell you I would be scared to should do it on my own. So if yeah. I didn't have a team, I'd be like, Jace... Please yeah. help me. Well, if you do that, I might get my assistant to help people. Maybe that's a good... That's Because I'm not doing it. I'll forget. But maybe there's a way where we can... You, like, you, you'll at least get an email back. Yeah, I'll man, I'm Ford, on it. I'll do the forward of the email and then yep. get it going. But yeah, on, in all seriousness, if you do want to do the event and you don't have a team, I would suggest just signing up for a team. Yeah. Get Be the dude that gets the team and then... Be we'll, the catalyst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be the catalyst. And then we can help you figure out there's going to be a ton of people. Um MXA unless it, unless it's sold out. Unless it's sold out, which means yeah. Uh MXA wrecking crew, I think that would be rad. Yeah. They would be really great. Uh Dude, what there. if it was mo- the both Mosmans? Both Mosmans would rip it apart, dude. That would be sick. Yeah. Um but I don't want to get beat by MXA and we would get You would smoked. get <laughs> fucking <laughs> smoked, bro. Well, I don't. Is there a Supercross that weekend? No, it's getting, the off weekend. Yes, that's so, why we did it. It's the weekend after Daytona. All right. Well, dude, even if we got Michael Lindsay, uh, vital, and, team, a, a vital, vital team. Should we have a media shootout? Damn, I just don't want to lose the media. You know what? I'm not going to be on the worst finishing verb team. So you know, I'm not going to lose the media shootout. But I think my chances get chance. drastically less of winning the media shootout if we invite all these people. But to hell with it. Uh, so yeah, I think. I mean, Racer X would even have a sick ass crew, dude, for sure. Scott Wallenberg lives out here and still does all kinds of vintage stuff. So, I mean, it's all it's a it's about a ten hour hug from Boise. You know who else would have a really good media team? Whiskey Throttle. Oh yeah, Ping would rip that. 
Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we have a media. Maybe we have a little little under the table media battle. Um, but everyone's welcome. I think my only chance of winning then would be if I if you we, just got to stack your verb decks big time. <laughs> that or and or the night before we're going to go out for a nice little dinner that just turns into a late night. White girl wasted. Yeah, and then yeah. oh hey, I'm going to get some fireball shots and I'm going to pretend to take them. Yeah. Bit of and sabotage. I, I yeah, like a bit that. of sabotage. Like, yeah, all right. Well, at least my head's gone there. I'm, I'm going to have to figure this out. So, yeah, but that's my call. But it's out. not competitive at all. No, nah, it's a fun race, but I'm going <laughs> to fucking murder you all. <laughs> I'm going to bury I mean, each and every one of you watching this video. And if you're in my way on the track, I'm riding <laughs> over you and I'm roosting on your face. That, uh, that about <laughs> sums it up. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> Smoke it, talking about smoking some shit. I smoked the verb social media record oh, uh, about yes, it's about, about three or four weeks ago i posted a dungy clip i think our previous record was set by chase i don't know he's at like three and a half million and i just said which you know is what? respectable it's respectable i'm a 10x what? that yeah and i said i'm going to 10x that so i <sighs> i uh it's funny i i was like what could i post today and it popped up on my facebook feed the dungy video had been six years ago was released so i was like you know what i'm gonna pop in the dungy hard drive and just pick out one drone clip to post yeah and the second i posted it I'm not even joking. It had like a thousand likes when I refreshed it. And I was like, what, what Instagram must be glitching. And then I refreshed it and it was like 2000 likes. And I'm talking in like under a minute, dude, I have no idea how it happened. And it's still just tracking like 15,000 a day. That's insane. It's up to like, I'm sure this is like little for massive accounts, but for us, I, you know, we don't have that. A great, a great post for us normally does like three, 400,000 views. Like that's what I'm like. All right. I'm super pumped on that. Um, I'd say average though, we're like 125, but yeah. like a good one. I'm happy with three, 400. Right. Yeah. Um, so when we get a million one, I'm like, dude, hell yeah. It does feel And good. then 3 million ones. I'm like, you know, we have very few and far between of those. And then for this one, just to get that kind of number. So it's at like 700,000 likes right now <sighs> and uh 30 point something million views. And so unbelievable. And it was at the dungy cornfield. I want to talk about this. You yeah, were there. Yeah. You helped us get a lot of epic shots and it's going to help lead into this next conversation about the Yamaha edit contest. All right. So I want to kind of set the stage of where you came from and the things that we used to do together that created our bond and our friendship here. And uh, you almost getting killed by Dungy. Yeah. Well, I mean, so this is all to preface the Yamaha edit contest, but I was just a dude in Australia that taught myself how to film. And I remember, well, I don't think we've ever really told this story, but I was in my little office in my parents house in australia and i was followed wes williams on facebook because that's what you did back then and i started sending him direct messages Are you sure it wasn't myspace no it was facebook okay for sure okay. and i was sending west messages being like hey i'm an aussie filmer like i love what you guys do if you guys want to run my clips from the nationals you guys were doing the verb redux by that back then yeah so i was like i'll do the aussie redux and i and started you did. and i started yep. doing some of those videos they got played on verb so like i essentially submitted my own verb edit contest and that literally changed my life like 100 that's, that's so freaking 100 cool, percent and i so then i ended up booking a flight to america shout out kelso uh, and then I met Wes literally the first day I arrived in America and I had nowhere the to stay three, two hours later, actually. Yeah, legit. And I, <laughs> I ended Chris up, and beat picked you up from the airport, right? Yep. Yep. And I ended up living with Wes and Walt for the next three months. And it, after, well, it was funny. I was, I was living with Walt yeah. being a gypsy at his house at the time for actually the previous few years. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they were ready to throw me out at that point in time. 
And, and then, then I bang. think Ryan Swanberg was with us then yeah, too, yeah. living in like the dining room on a mattress. Yeah. And then you showed up to Paula and I'm like, hey, uh, Walt, Jace doesn't have anywhere to stay. <laughs> yeah, we and got he, one more dude. And he yeah. also come and stay. And then you guys left and it was just me and Walt in that house for like a couple months together. Wow. But yeah, I mean, that trip literally changed my life. Yep. And, uh, and then from then on, yeah, we worked together on a bunch of cool shit. But I think homegrown was my last ever shoot in america it was my wow. first podcast that i did in moto with dunge uh which was a good place to start yep and yeah it, i remember we went to guitar, guitar center, center and bought all the stuff i still use that same shit no bro. way i still use those same microphones no way yeah, yeah. yeah how cool is that we used adam laroche's uh like media room set set all that up and it was you him and dunge that was the first ever episode of gypsy yeah Dude. Yeah. And we'd done like, we were doing the, the golf stuff. Like I did a couple PGA, yeah, but like yeah. I kind of was like dabbling in it. No wait, That all came after. That was literally the first one because yeah. I never had the mics yet. So then it was like that. And then Dunge, I'll actually never forget it. We we're in the barn and it was after that, uh, the podcast that we did and it was like two hours or something. And Dunge was like, Hey man, I think you should do this. <laughs> Just straight. He was like, I think you've got a gift for this. You should do that. He said, that oh, was cool. one of the most fun interviews that I did in my entire career. And it was one of the last ones he did officially as a, like, I think he'd retired by then, you know? Yeah, that was his retirement video. And uh, and then he said that to me. And then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to Dunge on this one. I actually am going to. He normally seem, he seems to know what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's a pretty smart fella. And uh, and yeah, so that set the chain in motion and uh and then we did like straight rhythm and then i did some like golf oh, yeah stuff. we did the yeah, straight rhythm yeah, live stream yeah, yeah off of anthony sansoda's 5g on his phone because we couldn't get the wi-fi signal working oh my god still one of my best friends to this day uh and yeah so then that you're gypsying at his house right now literally staying at his house <laughs> right now uh so yeah that set off like a crazy chain of events. But also, not only did I do the first podcast ever on that um, on that shoot, I shot all the slow motion, like all the phantom stuff. Got some crazy shots there, and uh, some really cool ones too. Dude, it was that was like I the think dream. my one of my favorite shots to this day is when the corn smacked him in the face. Mm. We have to put some of these clips in here. Um, yeah, all, all the Phantom stuff, especially I, even now seeing stuff like because the Phantom then uh, is 1500 frames a second, right? Yeah, yeah. Because um, even the Free Fly Ember now does um, just little over 800. Yeah, you can get a little bit. You can go up to a thousand if you. But you're dropping the res down. Dropping the res down a bit. Um, so still, 1500 frames is twice as slow as. 800 almost right so the, the the detail that you can see and oh and we were using like the best lenses yep i'd been using that camera so much like yep. we shot all the war machine stuff yep. we shot all the tahoe stuff like oh I, yeah i shot the james scrub video yep which was on that camera yep. so like i was using that camera so much and that i think the the thing i remember from that shoot is i just had full freedom to do whatever i wanted and it was like just you need to just shoot as much cool slow-mo as you can like we really didn't even have a that's, shot that's list. usually my mo though yeah you hire people that know what the hell they're doing that have their own eye and you bring them give them a roll give them a roll go do your roll i don't need to tell you what to do you're a great camera dude you got an eye 
I, if I if I have to be your eye, yeah, we you're not here. You you're not here. here. Yeah, yeah. You know, so everybody comes there, and like, it's amazing. Every you know, we'll we'll be doing takes, especially in the cornfield. We had to like work around, right? And like every time we do a take, I'd look over at you, and you're like, oh, and then was, Will was doing the same thing. Uh, Ashton yeah. Hamill, mind blown, and then uh, Brian on the drone, same thing, pretty much every time. Um, and then and obviously Dunge was me just too. Awesome, yeah, to work with that shoot as well. So yeah, that was. That was really cool, man. It was the first time meeting the La Roaches. What yeah. a great relationship that ended up. And now, being now we do imagination, imagination. At, at their house uh, yeah. every year too. So yeah, we've we've had a long-standing relationship. But my favorite shot from that was it's in the there's the behind the scenes as well. My, oh yeah, yeah. But my favorite shot was you were saying, "All right, we need to do something cool in this S section. We haven't really filmed it." And I'm like, "What if I like laid underneath?" the bike as it came through so i'm laying on my back with the widest lens we had with a hundred and fifty thousand dollar camera and dunge is like are you sure dude and i'm like you're the best in the world right now i trust you yeah let's do this and the first shot if we can find it it would be so sick he's going through this left-handed turn I'm underneath and you see at 1500 frames a second, he literally tucks his elbow in to try not to hit me. And we were like watching the footage back and we're going, all right, I think you don't have to tuck your elbow. Like I think we would make it. And I'm under like the foot pegs, like right near my face. It was just ready to, ready to scrape your nose off full commitment to get the shot. And I mean, I don't know if it was like the most epic shot from, from like that, project or like that i got but i just think commitment from the rider like the the whole team to kind of like work to 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 make that one happen and just to be like laying in the steepest berm you've ever seen and just have dunge just fully sideways over the top of you one of the coolest shots what i love about this is uh it's it's nostalgic at this point but um looking back at those clips and seeing how much work it took to build that track oh. and even thinking back cause Ashton Hamill was here this past week. He uh, helped me do uh, the whole track build with Jason Baker and crew like while we're doing it. And so we we're just kind of reminiscing, but we built the track first in a gnarly drought year or no, no, wait, I'm sorry. Opposite. It was opposite. pissing rain yeah. nonstop. Yeah. So like all the cornfields kept getting washed away and uh, we went out there two or three different times to build this track and it kept being so bad that it got kept getting pushed, pushed, pushed. Finally got the window to build the track. So Baker came out there and did that. And then Adam, the next day, we couldn't find anybody to plant the corn. So Adam's like, I'll go do it. So I stayed a few extra days and I like planted the corn with Adam. And then it rained like the perfect amount from that point forward to get the corn there. Um, so anyways, when I was looking at these drone clips. You documented the whole build. Yeah. 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 But, uh, you know, I, it's still, I don't know that we, you know, it's a three minute BTS. Yeah. It, you know, this was a five month project there's so many things and nuances that nobody even knows about right but uh but even and when you're in it sometimes you just don't realize how cool it is and how how gnarly the whole process is so like just even looking back at that one drone clip and seeing that the corn is literally all the way up to the sides of the jumps should we play the bts right now there you go go right how crazy is it though that it only has nine hundred sixty-one thousand views it's insane eh I remember like even we'd get up in the morning and walk down and we were just all getting with like hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of cameras and we're all just out there shooting corn in the morning (laughs) and just like how good we can make corn look. But even, dude, the interviews and stuff were so sick. Like this, this was a very high level shoot. 
Oh, again, yeah, we had the Can-Am yeah. there. I forgot about that. Me too, me too. Um, again, you just kind of, when, when you're in it, sometimes you just don't realize how cool it really was. Yeah. Like you're just so involved in the project and then you got client side and 48 people telling you how to do this, that, and the other. And it kind of sometimes burns you out on it. But you look back six years later and you're like, wow, dude, I'm really impressed that we did this. And everyone remembers this. Like it, now that I'm back here and people, because there's so many people that only know from the podcast and they don't really know any of the film stuff and they'd be like, oh, what film stuff did you do? And I right. always just say, oh, did you see the Dungey Cornfield right. shoot? Like you just don't even need to say anything more than that. Like yep. I feel like everyone in Moto saw this. Every This was how many kids have, you're driving past a cornfield and, and you're you doing dream the, of it. you know and that's what this that's what this was supposed to be it's supposed dunge to be a dream that, dunge was that dude you know like he said i've always dreamed of just like riding through the corn and like jumping up yep. it is a legitimate dream that so many people have and you know you get a company like red bull a rider like dunge and you actually get to, to turn it into a reality because this know? uh if you can't tell wasn't cheap <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what, what do you reckon the total budget was for something like this for the amount of times that we had to go back i think what it take three times like a whole production crew a whole jason's whole crew all the equipment three different times getting yeah. hauled in and out of there it's definitely uh seven digits really <laughs> for sure it makes sense it was so cool man that was uh yeah that was wow dude like i even forgot about all this yeah Dude, it's so cool. It's so sick. So, anyways, I, uh, I, I mean, thanks to Red Bull, I have the, uh, the Fermoto social record. <laughs> <laughs> but leads into uh, the Yamaha edit contest. Yeah, welcome to Blue Crew, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh wait, yeah, wait, yeah. wait for this. So Yamaha came on board with us uh, at pretty much at the beginning of Verb, which we can't think enough, and now they're officially on with uh, Gypsy Tales, Jason yeah. McAlpine as well. So now we're all Blue Crew. Yep. Insert the uh, insert the Fight Club. We got corporate sponsorship. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's so sick for us. Um, yeah, haven't haven't spoke about it anyway yet. But yeah, Blue Crew for uh, 2024. Uh, I'm obviously still going to be able to ride a bunch of different bikes, but to have the support of a manufacturer like Yamaha, seeing what they seeing what you do and someone supporting the core level of motocross on our side, the amateur scene. From your side, the pro and full-on worldwide scene, uh, you know, well, shit, you, you do everything. So it's cool that they have their hands on everything. Yeah, well, and I think the biggest thing for us, like, this is what I say to sponsors too when we're in these sponsor meetings and these sponsor negotiate. Oh, we're just about at the bit. There, oh, there it there is. There it is. Oh, a little baby gypsy with no beard. Little ba baby, baby West. West who, oh, dude, that was so nuts. Look, look at him pull his elbow in. Look at that. You can literally see it on the camera. How good. Um, yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that I always say to like the sponsors when, when, when we're in these meetings and stuff is like, we're a content company. Like that's what we are at the end of the day. Like the people that watch the podcast, the people that invest their time and follow along with what we do are doing it because hopefully we make good content. And so when you have a company like Yamaha come along that supports us with money and supports us with equipment and supports us with just general resources, like the level of content that we are then able to, to give to our audience, which is that's what they're there for. That's the thing that means the most to us, you know? And yeah. so to have 
someone like Yamaha that makes dirt bikes, road bikes, adventure bikes, side-by-sides, jet skis, like anything that, that we need, we are going to be able to get access to through the guys at Yamaha. So I want to see jet ski. That'd be fun. Dude, I'm so, I'm so, it, it is actually insanely meaningful um, to have a company it really come is. on board. Yeah, like I just, I cannot stress enough, like to the, the end user that watches the show. I mean, we've, you know, I've always done stuff with KTM. I've never been paid $1 by KTM. I've yeah. never been paid $1 by any manufacturer ever. So every take I've ever had, every, this is the best bike. This is the best. I've Genuine. never been paid from it, you know? And the cool part is, is I've always said that the Yamaha 250 was the best 250. So I'm not talking shit. So if you know, if you, if you know, you know. But yeah, just to have a company believe in us enough like Yamaha to give us some good money to make some good content. Well, you do have some really cool ideas for next year. So I yeah. think they've been on it. And the Deegan build, I'm coming to fuck you up. Oh, I can't wait. Deegan don't stand a chance. He's one of the best two-stroke builders ever though, really. Yeah, I, I was shitting on you. he is he is a really really good two-stroke builder he's probably like the jesse james west coast custom builds that he did for x games in the early 2000s like dude i mean maybe some of the best two strokes ever so i've got my work cut out for me but that's our first yamaha project uh we're going to new zealand in may for a blue crew ride there's going to be some more details coming out soon i think it's like 14 15 16 17 talking about doing some cool stuff with Villapoto. He's Blue Crew. Uh, I'm pretty keen to take a Tenere for a rip somewhere cool. So yeah, we have a ton of cool ideas and the fact that Yamaha's helping us, I can't thank them enough. So if you see content from Yamaha, you know that they've become a massive support. Well, that's what's cool about this is the exact same thing. Last year, um, I called them or I came up with the idea and pitched it to Brent who then called Yamaha. I was like, dude, I want to bring back the, the Vermoto edit contest. We did one in 2013 and then 2014. And I was like, I think this would be a very cool new thing. Back then, Instagram was kind of in its infancy. Yeah, There wasn't really a place for people to make and post videos outside of YouTube, right? But now there's so many content creators that I was like, I think if we did this again, it would dude. be massive. Yeah. So we planned on shooting it back in June during, uh, during the break in motocross, but ended up being Florida in June and just 48 hurricanes in a row. So we didn't get to do it. So we got to go and tag along during the uh, team intro photo shoot a few weeks back. Oh, and yeah, um, for so it was kind of tough. And I was like nervous to see what we got because like we're. You just don't know in the moment. Yeah, And it's a photo shoot. They're yeah. not ripping. They're not doing crazy motos. They're not doing any anything specifically for us. But they told us we could stick around Wednesday when they were going to suspension test and get what we could get. And I'm like. That's less than ideal for a video shoot. You want to do what we do where, Hey, yeah. do this corner 48,000 times and we're going to get the shots. So yeah, I was nervous. So we crewed up, um, brought free fly Ember. Will came down, flew the drone. Steven Erickson came in, did long lens, uh, crane. I sent around with the dad cam. We, we busted out the old DVX 100 B kind of stuck him on that. And then I did a variety of, uh, things, uh, some motion stuff on the amped, our amp bike Talaria with, uh, some Ronin stuff, some handheld stuff, like trying to get the uh, biggest variety possible of footage, right? Anyways, pitched them this idea last year and it it literally took them 10 seconds to be like, done. how much money do you need? That sounds awesome and we wanna support what you're doing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, I, I, this is a cool idea to support what you're doing. And yeah, they're like, yeah. that. 
that's cool and all, but like we want to support what you're doing. And like when you hear a company say that, yeah, it's like I'm a big fan. So, anyways, thank you so much, Yamaha. So now we have the Vermoto edit contest by Yamaha. Yeah. Um, but what's cool about the Dungey thing and us talking about that is, uh, you know, that's how you get it, a start. It's it's full circle now to this yeah. edit contest. Kids yeah. want to get discovered, and you know, you might be good at instant bangers this that or the other. But now this is an opportunity to, to use real footage, real foot, real, real guys footage. on the real tracks doing real shit. And Yamaha is going to be watching. You're yeah. probably going to be watching. You need more editors. I'm going to be watching. I need more editors. And I can tell you every company under the sun yeah. needs an editor right now. This is a great way to get discovered. And what's, what's well, cool and, about And it, there's prizes. And there's prizes. You can win, but it's like, hey, well, the I'll, real prize is like you are going to get seen by a ton of people that need editors right yeah. now, you know? So, yes, you're right. There are prizes which we'll announce uh, when the time comes. So, you know, we're lining up a few different categories a handful of really nice prizes, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. The prize is getting noticed because I can even tell you this going back to the 2013 and 14, those guys, uh, that place top three, um, Brian town, for instance, got second in the first one. He's the lead editor at GoPro now in the motorsports <laughs> division. And that was a catalyst to his career. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, like he, our, our lead editor now will, Posey uh, was like, he was friends with B-Town back then and, and they kind of conjured up uh, the unique ways to put together some of the footage, He'd like get noticed. So it's, it's funny that both of them are in the position now and uh, they didn't win. But, yeah, uh, yeah. But, but, uh, but they did, I, I remember the edit though because he did so much sound design and like added graphics and titles and just did things and started it in a way that was so unique. So, you know. Back then, it was probably very tough to stand out because there was only probably 30 minutes of footage. So I think a lot of people, especially inexperienced editors, would all start the same way. Yeah. And what really made someone stand out was starting a different way. Yeah. Um, but what's cool this time around is whereas the Jordan and RJ alias edit contest, I think, I don't know, there might have been 30 or 40 minutes total worth of footage. This time around, we had nine riders and they each all have an hour to an hour and a half worth of footage what we call selects. We've broken it down. Will's broken them down. So in essence, there's nine, nine hours, not including interviews or B roll. So by the time, if you wanted to look at everything, there's 11 hours of footage. Now, granted, there's quite a few like free fly ember clips that are long as eight, 800 yeah. frames a second that, you know, one clips three minutes. Yeah. But you know, we're trying to give everybody the full gist of what we shoot like if, if we were going to go do this yeah this for is a, a professional this shoot professional is, shoot yeah this and is if, the kind of footage you got to go through if we had, if they were going to shoot a commercial for yamaha and they said these are your three days you get this is exactly how we would have shot it and this is exactly what we would have come back with and now said make something make something yeah and a lot of times it's like shit all right <laughs> you know yeah. and so anyways we're going to do two different categories we're going to do a uh, a banger category we just want to see someone do a, a platinum level edit and then we're going to do a story edit so take all the interviews we did, all the B-roll we did. Let's see who can construct the best stories. Because I want to find Moto. I love that. I want to find. I love that. I want to find Moto Spy style editors or story editors that you need. Yeah. And then I need someone that can just bang out cool ass clips and give me the glitchy, freaking in your face shit that I don't like to do. I'm a good storyteller and I'm a very good thirty minute long form person. But when it comes to you know the the Super banger stuff. Yeah, I the can do it. But like, stuff. but like Will Posey is very good at that. So yeah. that's why, um, and add in our, our other editor, Casey, by the time you 
mix those make, guys mix all of us. We, yeah. we have a very good, unique way of putting together uh, 30 seconds all the way to a 30 minute thing. Right. So, yeah. um, and like all of us can kind of dabble in each realm, but we have our strengths and weaknesses too. So, Oh, the digs. He's in the Yamaha edit contest. There'll yeah. be some straight digs bangers. Too. Oh, I, that's the thing. I have a feeling so many people are only going to download the Deegan selects. Yeah. And just the, make but straight hey, dig clips. I'll tell you this after doing his interview, like, he freaking crushed he's it. He's just a J dude. I would say he had the best interview of everybody. And then the second one, crazy to say this, but Tomac crushed it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's he said some just, really cool stuff. He's chilling, bro. And I, and I like, think he was like kind of having fun in his zone. So I, I don't know. I'm very curious to see because like the biggest hurdle everybody's going to have, I don't want to watch 10 minute edits. I don't have time. Yeah. We're going to cap both style of edits to three minutes. Ooh. So even the story one. You I can don't, tell a good story in three minutes. Oh, that's the thing. Yeah. It's harder to tell. Yeah. Shorter is often harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even going back to Lawrence thing, there were so many great moments in there, personality bits of all you guys that I personally loved as a fan of you guys uh, in, in video making. So, you know, I think our first cut was 18 or 19 minutes. Yeah. Red Bull Brass, uh, you know, always on the client in like, hey, you know, I think we can trim some fat, blah, blah, blah. And it ends up being... 15 minutes long and it ends up cutting out a lot of the fun, you know, small nuances. Like for me, I'm like, dang, I kind of feel like we lost some stuff, but it's very quick. It's very punchy. And at the end of the day, a lot of times you got to realize it's not your product that you're making. You're making your client's product. So, yeah. and you know, as this much, puts you in that headspace. Right. Yeah. So, Hey, we, it's three minutes, not five. Yeah. And honestly, like a lot of times working with editors in the past on our end, it kind of drives me nuts. Hey, you know, I need you to make a segment for Motospy or whatever. I need it three minutes and, and someone will edit me a seven minute segment. Like, Hey man, this is kind of like everything. Like, I don't really know what to trim. That just adds more work on me. Yeah. yeah. Like, Hey man, can you tell me where to trim? Are you, you didn't even get me in the ballpark, dude. This is double the length. Yeah. Yeah. Like if I say three minutes, you give me three forty-five. All right. I'll figure out where to trim 45. But it's like, dude, that's, that's a day's worth of work to go through and might as well edit the damn thing myself. So yeah. I don't know. It'll be very cool to see what everybody puts together yeah and, and this please take it seriously please look at this like if you are somebody that wants to work in this industry and you want to be an editor this is a legitimate chance <clears throat> this is a legitimate chance to do that take it serious put in some work and you can definitely get a job out of this in the industry i'm looking for guys all the time Wes is looking for guys all the time. Like everybody's looking for everybody's or looking girls. for editors. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I, I even if you're Yamaha, if you're Deegan, if you're Reed, like everybody's looking for editors, whether it's for a big corporate uh, corporation or um, someone like Deegan. Yeah. Because like I was even talking to them, uh, their their filmer there, he shoots a lot, and then uh, you know they have a few editors back home. He uploads all the footage, and he's constantly shooting. They're constantly editing. Yeah. There's a lot of people looking for that kind of stuff right now. Yeah. Yeah. So either way, I'm very excited to uh, put this uh, put this out there because I'm pretty sure Yamaha is going to dominate the airways for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. So, can, uh, but, but can we do another sponsor shout out? Yeah, we, sponsor we got a, shout out. We got a mutual sponsor as well. Okay, Motorsport. Motorsport. We've signed on with Motorsport for 2024 as well, and just the same thing that I said about Yamaha is with Motorsport. We've got four big projects that we've planned that we're going to do together. Some of them overlap. You're going to be a busy boy, dude. If all these, well, not if, when all these projects come out by the end of 2024, we have going to made some dope content in Moto. Like I'm trying to do stuff that's never been done before in Moto. Really cool collaborations, really cool builds, really cool trips. 
So, uh, and yeah, motorsport, everything I said about Yamaha, motorsport is the same thing. They're just investing in us. I'm taking all that money and I'm putting it into the content, hoping it pays us on the back end. But yeah, we've got another great sponsor that we share that is invested in like, or is interested in investing in us investing in content. And it's, it's beyond that too. They're investing in the sport, dude. They see what all this does to grow them. Yeah. And it's cool that they support the grassroots level of all this, man. Like, yeah, motorsport was with us since day one. Yamaha probably took, uh, the next round of budgeting, for, but then yeah. they called us up and said, Hey, we want to be part of this. And it's like, yeah, it's so damn cool. Um, yeah. and that's all you can ask. They live for, and like, breathe motocross, dude. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. So yeah, motorsport another little, just a cool little shout out. Thank you very much for coming on board. I we're, agree. Thanks we're very excited. So yeah. Well, we're heading back to California after this. I'm we're you're you're about to drive my truck down. Have we got anything else we left off? Well, I'm about to talk about going to uh, Prado. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I I'm, thought you I were winding me down. I was like, right. I thought we had more stuff. Well, I hear kids screaming in there. I don't know what it's all about, but uh, there's uh, a little monster Brixton over there. Oh, hi, monster Brixton. <laughs> He's like, see ya. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're you're leaving back uh, on to Cali. Get I'm back going, to Cali. going back. Back to Speaking Cali. of ca camera stuff, you're going to be loaded up in my truck with all kinds of camera stuff. Uh, we're filming Prado the first three weekends that he's racing. For a Red Bull For Prado Red Bull. documentary, which yep. is really cool. Very cool. His uh, One of his best friends uh, slash filmers that's been doing stuff with him for a long time, Mito. Very cool. Oh, uh, sick. Yeah, Mito, yeah, yeah. His, his uh, Instagram name, uh, this is how he hooked me. Uh, it's Mito... Uh, me, me uh, cinema, cinema, metography. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, dude, yeah, that's pretty yeah, creative. Yeah, All right, yeah. that's witty. All right, so he's flying over uh, on Tuesday. We're staying down there. Steven Erickson's gonna be flying in and out of the race to help us get a whole bunch of very cool stuff. So um, Jorge seems like a very cool, such passionate a cool kid. Such a I've cool heard dude. a lot of the clips of him on your on your podcast. Do do some research on our end. So um, I'm very interested to see how it goes. Um, before I knew this project was happening, I think it was actually on our last inconsistent uh, podcast. We kind of talked about what we thought, and I said top ten if he's if he's lucky. I don't know that I've really I haven't seen him ride. I haven't really got to film him too much yet, or I haven't got to film any yet. Um, yeah. Just talk to him, but I can tell you he seems pretty uh, pretty all about it. So I'm curious to see where where you think he lands. Well, so oh. I have actually changed say my hi. opinion. Hey, hey, Brixie. Is that Lightning McQueen on your shirt? Yeah. Cool. Is Prado going to be Lightning McQueen? Yeah. <laughs> like, who is say, Prado? Can you say ka-chow? Uh -uh. Say ka-chow. Uh -uh. Ka-chow. <laughs> <laughs> You're the man, Brixie. I, I want colors, Daddy. You want colors, huh? He wants to, color, he wants to change the colors. Oh, uh, on the lights. lights. Yeah. Hey, I'll let you do it uh, after, after this. Go, go say what up to Mommy. Yeah, I've actually changed my. That, that's some that's some crazy uh, podcast intro huh? or uh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> segues intermissions. Uh, yeah, I've changed my Prado take. A I was like, man, I could see him getting top fives and like doing well, you know. And then I raced World Vets. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, I basically got the whole shot because I was like, he'll get every whole shot. So it's like, if you get every whole, how easy does that make your life? Well, I got the whole shot in my first race at World Vets and I got passed by 20 riders on the first lap because I hadn't raced. Like yeah. I just, it was not like, I was just not in that mode. Um, that's not what I've been doing. And it really, like, I was so surprised by the pace and I, it just took me like two laps to then start like passing people back again, you know? And then I just fully 
got off the track and thought about Prado. I was like, dude, he's so good and he's the world champ and he dominated. Like he was the man in Europe this year, right? But man, I just thought about him getting the whole shot, being on a supercross track and just being around all of those guys and just getting like... Not, and this isn't to say that he's not the man. Like Prado is literally the man. But just that whole experience of doing something new for the first time. Like even down to the fact that the first time he's ever going to ride on a track, Supercross track with tough blocks is going to be <laughs> at A1. You know, like all those things really matter. And they, I think they definitely change things. So I've kind of maybe slid him i could see him not doing as well as maybe i initially thought just purely based on the fact that man just to do something like that for the first time in angel stadium in the 450 class with literally the most stacked field that supercross has ever had by such a massive margin it's a huge ask can prado be the guy to overcome the huge ask yes he is a fantastic dirt bike rider he is the world champion and he is like the clear world champion but supercross <laughs> gnarly so what are you calling yeah i mean i think i i could see him i could see him on a great night how many rounds is he doing three three yeah it's not enough time i just you know it's just not enough time i think top 10 be stoked on I, could, I could see a one 10 to 12. I, I could see him steadily improving. Yeah, I think so. For 10, sure. 12, and then I could see an 8 to 10, and then come out slugging that last round in San Diego because he's going to be like, this is my last chance to really show this year top five. Yeah. But next year, completely different ball game. Yeah. You well, know? when you get to come here for an entire off season and yeah. do nothing but that and not have the lingering – yeah. thought of having to go back to your own discipline after that because like i've still seen clips of him motoring out of paula so it's you know he's still working on his well you just don't minutes. forget how to ride outdoors you know but yeah i just think it's just such a huge ask to be racing that you know and that's what i said to everyone after i did well vets are like oh you know how'd you do and i said i realized i got great at practicing yeah <laughs> and fucking nowhere at racing so i mean granted very different me and prado but it just kind of it just kind of made me think i was like damn dude like i wasn't ready like i just was not ready oh there's nothing to feel that pace i do think even at the gypsy 500 being on the start oh bro your first lap you are gonna be dog shit yeah my heart rate is gonna be nine thousand. yeah so yeah, I, I can't imagine being Prado and uh, even on the phone the other day, he's like, you know, he has been to two supercrosses before and watched A1 and then San Diego, I think he said in 2016. Yeah. But this will be his first time, like he's in the press conference on Friday before. And then I hopefully, it'd be very cool if they put him in the opening ceremonies. Yeah, they should. If they and, were smart, they would. But like, it'll be his first time. Granted, he's done motocross of nations and stuff. Like he, he, he knows what it's like to race in front of that amount of people but not with stadium lights, everybody's encircling you, right? And the thing is, like, no one in the 450 class is going to give a fuck about him. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, that's the, no. Other, that's the other thing, right? There's a bit of chivalry, if you can call it that, that takes place. It's like, okay, you're going to be here for 17 rounds. You're going to be here for 17 rounds. You're in the championship hunt. Like, 
we there's some social dynamics mm-hmm. that are inevitably at play when you're racing a series like this. They're all guys that have raced each other before. Prado is in the way. And nobody cares about him. They're like, dude, you're here for three rounds. Get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Like, let the big kids handle business. Like, yep. this is cute that you're... That's the frame of mind that these top right. dogs are going to have. Yeah, like Jet, and, Hunter, Coop, and, anybody's going to be like, dude, get out Sorry, of bro, but you're out. And it's like, even Prado, like, I can see him not wanting to get in the way. And it's like, even that is too much to think about. Yeah racing the 450 but you would think he has his own expectations and i don't think he would have done this if he didn't think he could be somewhat competitive well there's no way in the back of his mind he's thinking 10th or 12th is going to cut it no and i I just think he's a gamer dude yeah you know like that was one of the coolest things about the podcast that we did is like he just straight up would let's like talk shit on jet and he can why because he's beating him on a 450 and there's only two other dudes that can say that, you know? <laughs> so it's like, he's as real as it gets. Yeah. And he won, for people that don't follow the MXGP championships, he won that series by so much. Like, he smoked those dudes, and they are fucking amazing. So he's and real. So this is, I've looked up all kinds of names to make sure this is the correct stat, but I'm pretty sure it's the first time the MXGP champion has ever come here and gone straight into the premier class of Supercross. So uh, we went all the way back to early 80s uh, to make sure, but like there's been plenty of times the 125 champions have come over here and done the 125 class. Um, but And there's been times that NMXGP Racer has come over here and done the 125 class, or maybe even the 250, I can't remember. But I could not find an instance where the champion came over here and for the first time raced the premier class here. So... Talk about a monumental step. And and the thing is, too, this is something that we also have to keep in mind is this is how gnarly Jorge Prado is. Hurlings has come over to do Supercross before. Hurlings did like three days. Yeah. He had the test track. I'm pretty sure I was around. I was around KTM at the time. It was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure I'm remembering this right. It was basically like. Just him and the track. It was like, hey, no one else is coming. It's just Jeffrey. And like, he just couldn't really get through the whoops. You know, it's so Supercross beat him in a sense. You know, so he came, he tried. It wasn't his thing. He learned pretty quickly that it wasn't going to be his thing. And then he went on to just be literally the man in MXGP. Right. Prado has come over here and he's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it good. He's doing it at a really high level. So just that should tell you how good Jorge is as an athlete in on a, on a dirt bike. But again, it's like, it's just such a huge step. So yeah, I, just, and, I want people to keep that in mind. Like Hurlings a, has tried and he didn't make it to the level that Prado has already made it. Like he's putting in the laps. He's competitive with the dudes on the test track. But yeah, just like the racing thing is a whole nother step. And it's a completely different discipline against dudes that have done this their, their whole entire life. life. Yep. Mind-boggling. I can tell you what I don't have in me. That. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Supergross whoops in me ever. I mean, I don't even know what would be a good metaphor for like doing something different like that in life. But I, 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 it takes, like you said, he's a gamer. 
I'm a gamer at most things, but uh, I don't know. That's why Jorge Prado is Jorge Prado. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, here here we are. We're podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> Those who can't do talk. <laughs> That's my motto in life. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or film. Yeah, let's just put it let's just turn put that in Latin and turn it into a tattoo. Oh my gosh, dude. Well, it's great to have you here, Gypsy. Thanks, and I'm bro. I'm uh, I'm a Looking forward to the Gypsy 500. I think we got Same. one more shout out. Our boy Evan Ferry finally, Ooh, yeah. finally came out of uh, hiding. Yeah, I wanted to give Evan Ferry some flowers real quickly because I spoke to him at Loretta's. I knew the Triumph thing was what was going down. But you have this one of the coolest kids in the amateur motocross scene over the past, you know, his amateur career, right? And then he goes to Loretta's. He rode a gas gas this year and he literally rode that bike like twice before the race. He doesn't do great and like the vibe that he would have had like it took would have taken a big hit like obviously he signed the contract a while ago he knew that this is what he was doing but like yeah. imagine being one of the coolest kids super followed for a long time like he and he's a legend like he's such a cool he kid, lived, you know? he lived for instagram in a sense too like loved the what he got off there all the uh yeah. you know yeah. throwing whips and getting people commenting he was sick and on he's Instagram. and that's dope for moto yeah like we need that guy you know and and so he just had to go like all right i'm doing this i'm doing this deal i'm doing the triumph thing i need to go off socials basically i can't tell anyone what i'm doing the whole internet's gonna talk shit about oh where's fairy going oh fairy's not gonna do this fairy's not gonna do that so anyway i'm so stoked that evan fairy the cat's out of the bag he's on triumph we get to see him ride. We get the Insta bangers back. But yeah, just he's a cool kid. He's from a really great family. And I think that the sport is better when he's doing his thing. And we finally get to see him do his thing. And I just, I felt like it was just worth a bit of a shout out. I saw him uh, post the first Insta banger this week. He's like, Pulp Mex, it's <laughs> back. And I'm like, yeah. hey, that's cool. Yeah. What a call out. So what, what, uh, what, do, you, what do you think of the bike? Uh, I think it looks good. I'd love to ride it. Yeah, me too. Everybody, like we did a bunch of their first videos. You haven't videos. got to ride it yet? Oh, you don't really ride that much. Well, what was I going to do? Hey, uh, you guys literally Fuck just, yeah, that's what hey, I do. Ricky, do you mind <laughs> if I take a few laps in between uh, while, while you're taking a water break and we're resetting cameras? Can I just spin real quick? I would, I would have done that. I'm about that life. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they would have let me, but yeah, not uh, not the time or place. So, um, no, but I really like the black. I'd, yeah. I'd love to ride it. I really wish they'd make 350. I'm, I'm not like a Kiefer or a, you know, Vital Pippets kind of guy. So I, I I don't look at everything with that kind of. Looks like a Yamaha, 06 Yamaha frame. It's uh, got, some, got some vibes. Everything I read, it said KTM, Jay. So apparently you're wrong. Okay. I think it, I think it's got like some, yeah, that 06 alloy Yamaha frame. Runs a KYB suspension. That's going to be good. Mm. They got great people there. So yeah, I think the black. That's the thing. Awesome. They got Bobby Hewitt, Scuba. Yeah. They got a damn good team of people so but yeah. yeah i'm very excited to see what they do 250 east coast though i was gonna say that won't be a day one right no a one so yeah evan and uh jalik yeah and then savachi savachi outdoors Sick. not indoors i know it's, yeah i don't know I feel kind of mm, yeah what's your opinion on it i've already said mine on here before so might as well state what you think do you think you should be able to get back down it affects him and one other person, Shane McElrath. All right. So well, this is what I think. I actually said this on the Weege podcast that is coming out very soon. I think that we need to add a third class. And I think we need a combine class that's basically from 16 to 20. And then that gives guys four years. So you could sign a four-year deal to be 
in the like combine class or whatever and then it's like a limited kind of class so they'd be on more stock-ish motorcycles yeah and then you can do away with the 250 rule with age and you can do and then the 450 so like the the big boy classes because to me the 250 class in supercross that's a big boy class yeah that's heavy dude joe shimoda hunter Lawrence, like those were gnarly they were gnarly dudes like hunter's gonna go on the 450 and i think he's gonna be able to get podiums like so the lights class isn't the feeder class that it once was you know so i would like i would rather see like an east-west combine class the 250s just do all the rounds 450s do all the rounds and then like because so think about if you had 16 to 20 as the four-year window that's your age group class right think about the 20 year olds and under let's just say you drop everyone 20 and under into that class jet lawrence hayden deegan Ryder d like it's still the, a good class the, yeah superstars bro yeah. crazy crazy good class and then you can just get rid of all the age limits you'd have more rides you'd have more rides going in the lights class like so i think that's a cool way it's a big it's obviously a huge change yeah for the uh, that, sport, that's you know? lofty so uh you didn't answer the question that's a great great solution but should joey be able to drop back down given the current structure of the rules honestly don't know man they revoked the rule it's no longer in place but it still affects joey it still affects joey and still affects shane yeah well then if that's- but everybody else got to drop down like the nicolettis of the world yeah that's retarded then that's my take i i think everybody pretty much agrees with you so i don't i don't know why uh i'm not in that circle to, of knowledge to know why uh, it can't change but uh Poor Joey. I, hey, we'll see him outdoors, and I'm excited for that because I do think Joey still will absolutely haul ass on a 250. He's a great rider. Yeah, dude. he's he's going to be a uh, a contender. Yeah. Well, your Gypsy Tales uh, logo just went away, so I think that means it must be time to go eat dinner, Jace. Done. Sweet. Thanks for watching, everybody. Miss yeah. you. Yeah. Wait. Hang on. Wait. We got to do the rollout song. Let me see. Oh. Oh. Wrong button, Jace. I got to press other buttons to get to the right button. Thanks, Gypsy Tales. We'll see you in California. See you the Gypsy 500, y'all. Gypsy 500, vermoto.com slash Gypsy 500. Local. Cool.